<laughs> you forgot. You forgot hey, my Dave. Name. Hey, welcome to the welcome to the Fergie and Dave show. It's written right on top of your head. I don't know why you think I'd forget <laughs> that tattoo artist. I don't know. He didn't get the V quite right. Did you ever notice that? Looks like it's pointing at your nasal well, cavity. Brown. It's like a W. <laughs> Well, Dave, I don't know. I just read this article about. Let me let me let me uh, <laughs> let me pitch in. Tell me what it's about. I'll give you my opinion. Okay, what's it called? It's in the New York Times. I got an opinion about everything. You got an opinion about everything. The New York Times Magazine, the one with the shield from the um, police department, from the Capitol Police okay. shield kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I've. What's our topic? It says, "Should you be disciplined for laughing at a coworker's sexist joke?" Oh, I get nothing to say about that. Okay. <laughs> Forget it. All right. Well, that's all the time we have, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. No, it's, it's, um, it's an interesting, you know, I just, the, the, it says in a company staff meeting, a regional manager made a joking remark that was unquestionably inappropriate for that setting. It was sexist in nature, but quite witty and clever. While many of us in the meeting groaned in disbelief, Three employees laughed out loud. The manager has been suspended by human resources. Should the people who laughed at the comment, two men and one woman, also be disciplined? Is a reflex reaction to a comment less egregious than liking an, objectable, an, an objectionable social media post? I've always thought that um, this whole idea of cancel culture was ridiculous, but... That's like a whole new level. You cannot punish somebody for laughing at something that happened that was funny. Yeah, can I mean, you? I mean, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have many employees left. I would think. After. <laughs> I mean, you can you can burst out laughing, then you can say that's terrible. <laughs> you know, you kind of yeah. neutralize it. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah. a in a group setting, yeah. you know, you got ten people. You know, what do they decide? I mean, what was the verdict? Yeah, yeah this was a this was a uh, um, kind of a yeah, Q and A kind of thing, and it's like um, I'll just read it straight out. Pressing like on a social media post is something people do on their own time. I'm inclined to think that employers have been too eager to make after hours activity their business. Yeah, as scholars like Elizabeth Anderson and Jeanette Cox show us, such monitoring comes at a serious cost to freedom of expression. By contrast, management has a legitimate interest in the way people behave at company meetings because it directly affects the workplace atmosphere. Employees shouldn't be made to feel uncomfortable because of things like gender, sexual orientation, race, or religion. And, of course, there are legal as well as ethical aspects to the stricture. It's wrong, however, to penalize someone for laughing at a joke, not the least because laughter is sometimes a response to shocked embarrassment. <laughs> the job of human resources in any case is to assess our conduct, not to plumb our souls. Human resources. Yeah. Kind of inhuman resources, I think, yeah. are becoming they're coming yeah. a little too too strict on things. You know, I, 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 several years ago, there was this sort of move towards remember they were going to either cancel your insurance or raise your rates if they found out you were eating mcdonald's every day or something like that your company was going to basically does wendy's count 
<laughs> but they were gonna they were going to um your your company was monitoring your diet and you know how much alcohol you drank off on a saturday and and there was outrage about that and my logical mind says i'd be outraged too but this really is a matter between you and the insurance company because if the insurance company says, you know, you refuse to wear a seatbelt or a helmet and we're going to raise your rates, I kind of can get that, sort of. Yeah. But but is that the company's um, uh, business? No, except that the company pays for some of the insurance. But now when you're talking about laughing at a joke, there's really – the question is, is the person who thought they were the butt of the joke or the person who was most uncomfortable now going to sue your employer because everybody thought that was funny? It's out of control. Yeah, it does get to be Big Brother is watching you. Yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, – but there doesn't seem to be an end to it yet. No, and I mean, if, if, you, if you haven't read 1984 since high school, <laughs> you want to be real terrified. I mean, not terrified. It's so familiar now. It's really something – yeah, read it a year or so ago again, and could not believe it. I think about these sculptures that are being t- taken down, particularly in the South, and I I do kind of understand that. I think that oh, shouldn't do. They shouldn't be destroyed, but they should be put all in their all in a museum <laughs> or something. They should. So I mean, it is history, and to sure, to sure. erase history, no good from comes from no, erasing history. No, and burning and, books, and that's the problem I have is that 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 when these statues come down. What you often hear is, you're trying to erase my history. This happened, and you're trying to pretend it didn't happen. I have a dear friend from Germany, and and she's a documentary filmmaker, and she said, you know, there were a lot of Adolf Hitler statues around in 1945, Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. didn't forget, and we didn't erase it, but we sure as hell don't put them up in a statue anymore. We learned about it in school. About what happened, how did it happen, how do we ensure something like that doesn't happen again? But we don't do it by putting statues of him up around town. That's a really interesting perspective, I thought. Wow, yeah, it is. But did, did I get the sense that some of the old ones are still standing, or they've taken them all down? Oh, no. they're no. They, yeah. She says that's why they're, they're not. You won't find them standing anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we haven't forgot it happened. By yeah, don't any erase stretch. it. Yeah. Don't yeah. erase it, yes. It's because yeah. you take the statue down, it doesn't mean you. You're erasing it means you don't want to celebrate it. Right. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. It's, uh, it really happened. It's really the history yeah. of, uh, yeah. yeah. And you just, uh, you don't want to forget uh, those, those kind of things because you don't want them to be repeated. Yeah. We, we've kind of <laughs> talked, uh, talked a lot That's about January 6th and the last of it. And these guys that want to erase January 6th, what happened with, with the rioting at the Capitol, it was, um, was it some congressman said that oh it was no different than a uh, than a self-guided tour yeah. <laughs> it's like wow yeah with mace and, and death and blood and windows broken and doors yeah. and people i mean it was uh yeah. you can't you can't erase that you, you, i mean uh, maybe actually i hope you can't erase that yeah let's hope yeah but it's um fun times it's pivotal it's a pivotal time right now. It's, I mean, in, a, in the, the United States of America. And what would you say about the, the Canadian government with their? Uh, oh, they're, they're, I heard a author uh, saying or he had he had um, written a report um, that was that was made public, and he made, the report went to um, the prime minister and his team and, and parliament that said we need to keep very very close 
watch on what is happening around us, and we need plans in place in, in case we need to close our borders, and we need plans in case that isn't enough. <laughs> that Canada would need to be... Defending itself. Defending <laughs> itself from America, what could happen yeah. in America. Yeah. Um, Whether it's violence or a flood of people going across those bridges going north. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think that's what they meant, but, you know. There's What's a, this going to do to the maple syrup market, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they have a cartel. You're familiar with that? It's become a, a kind syrup of a cartel? Thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a big deal a couple of years ago. I worked for a company out of Montreal for a a decade listener so um is uh, yeah and i mean it's a it's you know it's like uh you know michigan cherries or uh you know florida oranges they take very good care of that product of theirs and um, um they had some they had issues with uh, how much they were able to harvest one year and 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 Markets wanted to fill in with with uh, syrup from somewhere else, and the cartel said, "No, you're not." And the price went through the roof. And <laughs> ah. it kind of seems like a kind of a a wacky comedy <laughs> screwball movie, but it was real. Kind of, kind of a Canadian situation. Yeah. There. The uh, well, I know that they do have a giant reserve. Yeah. They seriously, they yeah. do. It's yeah. a very. It's going to be a very sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> where's your well, I don't know where's my rim shot. There it is. Oh well, oh, we're wow. stopping for a rim shot. <laughs> Stop it. There, there is. Our drummer is really uh, behind the scenes. He's uh, you <laughs> to wake in, him up. You got to stay in the room, Jeffrey. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's. Uh, but they do have uh, a reserve, like you have an oil reserve, yeah, yeah. where when prices get, the, the, the president can say that, okay, we're going we're gonna to take X amount of gallons, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of gallons, and, and put it on the open market, cheaper to, to get the market right, right, right. straight. Well, they do the same thing with syrup. With syrup and to in manage Canada. the price. To yeah, manage they, the price. Yeah. There's a giant yeah. syrup reserve. Yeah. Have you ever been to a? Gotta, we gotta see this. We gotta go see this. Take some <laughs> yeah, pancakes. <I> <laughs> some bacon. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Canadian sugar shack? <laughs> that's that's a straight question. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> no, Senator. <laughs> um, uh, it is a. It's where they make the maple syrup, but um, a fun. Friday night activity for families in in Quebec is is that they go they'll go to the sugar shack which is literally like a log cabin or you know a warehouse but it's generally really rustic the ones that I ever went to were always cabins sort of in the woods and they've got this the huge vat of I mean like six feet across vat of uh of of sap that's boiling cooking down um and then you can you can buy your little sugar shack. Ah, there's a name for it. And I can't remember what it is. But basically, so imagine a trough or a table. Let's say it's full of snow, okay? And the guy who's making the syrup comes over. Because you're sitting around there probably drinking beer. I'm trying to think of what the – it's probably a beer thing. And he comes over with a ladle. And then he starts to, to – to, um, spill the or, or, or pour the ladle almost like a little trickle on the snow and he'll do and then he has these little 
things that are almost like chopsticks and he like folds it in half and folds it in another half again and sticks the the the, the stick through it and hands it to the first person in line and oh. it's like a sucker it's like it's a lollipop a, it's a treat yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but it's fresh it was, i mean it was it was hot it was liquid it was runny hot when it came off the ladle and now it's hard sugar but it's like anything else you eat right at the factory at the point of it's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it hardens like rock candy or is it? Yeah. A well, it's kind of gooey and the longer you wait it, you know, yeah, yeah. Gooey. Yeah. maple. Yeah. Yeah. Maple syrup. And maple lollipop. Yeah. 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 It's, it's better good. than a deep fried Snickers bar. I suppose. Oh, I don't know about that either. I've seen those. Yeah. They have these. I think we talked about one time, uh, um, being at fairs and fair festivals, food. Yeah. fair food, and how you know they have you know tacos and corn dogs and, and donuts and all, but there's, um, um, you know they they have chocolate covered bananas on a stick and frozen and stuff, which sounds excellent. But there is some bizarre where they they take like a full Snickers bar and dip it in batter and fry it, or like a Hostess is it a Ding Dong Hostess cupcakes? Anyway, all all these regular really heavy duty junk food things. Coat it in batter and fry it and put what, it on What a do stick. you call them bizarre, you freaking communist? That's good food, <laughs> That's man. Good. <laughs> yes, comrade. comrade. We did with, with, with potatoes only. <laughs> we have no um, bananas. Yes, there is a... Uh, that uh, that is about, about about the worst kind of food you could possibly... Oh, man, you know, no, like, I'm telling like a you. Donut. Donuts are... The, Probably really about the worst thing you probably put in your body. I mean, as far as junk food, whatever. Donut? I don't know. Glazed donuts? There's got to be some food. candy under, you know, that some certain candy's got to be just horrible. Probably. Although, you know, that like, you know, a Twinkie that lasts for 50 years, you know, before somebody did an experiment a long time ago about that. We'll have to test that. Let's get yeah, some Twinkies and put them. Hey, in, I in lived the, in. Hey, I lived in the in the land of the, the land of Lincoln, like you. I lived in the land of the county fairs, cheese, and <laughs> so it started, as I understand it, in Wisconsin anyway, with um, cheese curds. You know, the kind that squeak when you chew them. You know, real cheese curd. They actually they squeak. Yeah, they they die. Is <laughs> that like putting lobsters in the tank? <laughs> They actually, the way that, it, it, that's one way to tell, I guess, it's really fresh. Because when you chew it, it actually makes a squeak. First couple bites. I know about the barking sand. When you put, when you get, when there's the humidity's just right uh, on the beaches here in western oh. Michigan. And you put yeah. your foot in it. Yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a squeak like that. It's, yeah. the, it's the barking sand. Bark, I've never heard of the We've heard of the barking sand. <laughs> yeah, the sand, the sand that barks. Yeah. Huh. yeah. It's beautiful sand here. It's great sand. But they started saying, hey, let's deep fry this cheese. Um, now you get that at most bars. You know, it's like one of the things you get that you can get um, cheese sticks or you can get deep fried whatever. I don't know. Shrimp. Yeah, shrimp or or, or wings or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then they started. I started thinking about Forrest Gump. Go ahead. Sorry. So then guys got, the guys, guys got too creative and probably too drunk and started trying all sorts of different things to put in the fryer. And... I've had at least one sample of just about everything except some crazy vegetables they put in there. But I got to tell you, a deep-fried Twinkie is something else. Because it's like... I'm shocked. 
Oh my gosh! Like the the, the gambling in this establishment. <laughs> it's 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 like it's got a little crunch in the outside, you know, and then it's really soft, and then the filling is almost liquid at that point, and it's just really you get it just at the right temperature. That's some good stuff. That's obscene. That's some good eating. <laughs> I disagree, sir. So it's the only thing left on earth. Are you going to starve or are you going to get fat? I saw something on it's like Good Morning America or something today. You know, it's it's early January, so everybody's into resolutions and dieting and stuff. And they were talking about <clears throat> how ordering in, especially during COVID, to order in. But look at the menu and order healthy things. Really order, you know, order vegetables, order things that you wouldn't, and and don't you know get one entree for two people, split it, and yes. but then think about vegetables. You never really think about vegetables when you're ordering out something to 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 come by the house and have a delivery guy bring it. You, but you know, sometimes you get a real treat. It's like, oh, this place does great cauliflower or something. You never, you never know what you're going to get. But think about vegetables on a carryout or a yeah. Carryout. I don't think they travel well, do they? Maybe. I guess it depends upon. I don't know all those. I, this COVID thing goes on another year. They're going to figure out a way to prepare them so that they do travel. Cause I, I delivered pizza in college and it traveled well. My car never. St- I had to get rid of the car because. <laughs> <they'd- laughs> <laughs> the car. That's a, Not well, the seat, the whole car. <laughs> well, there was this. I remember. So in college, you know, working grunt jobs, working your way through school, um, and I worked for big old fat Bob Cavoni, and uh, he was a guy uh, down uh, kind of on the strip that had this little pizza joint. You know, big old fat Bob Cavoni's pizza joint. And, Is that uh, the name of it? Yeah, big, big old, old fat Bob Cavoni's. Yeah, he loved oh. that. Yeah, he had T-shirts and you know, it was, a, it was the whole thing. It was a great marketing plan. You know, was, there he is, oh. and you're, you're accurate, accurately described. And so, so, and so, uh, I went to work uh, in the uh, back in the kitchen as a you know, and make the pizzas and blah blah blah. And I said, well, okay, I've done this for about three weeks, and I was like, I don't want to look at another pizza you know and i said i'd like to be a driver i want to get get the heck out of here you know and go out and and get some tips and make money and so um they give you this big uh kind of soft aluminum uh thing with the bunsen burners in the base of it and you can slide like i don't know four or five pies in it and it sits in the back seat of your car and it keeps keeps them warm you know because it is it's and so you're driving around delivering pieces and and whatnot and uh and it was a fun job, and there was a lot of other kids. You know, it was it was yeah. all a fun job, but uh, it ruined my my Love no, not Nova. It wasn't a Nova, Malibu. Oh. It was a really big, ugly uh, Malibu Chevy Malibu. I wish I had it. it was ugly green, terrible forest green. <laughs> it was like a big, ugly green, stinky, <laughs> stinky car that smelled like pepperonis, <laughs> and the, and girls hated it. I couldn't you know they they really hurt my social <laughs> my, my social life because my car did not did not. Uh, it could just smell like a cut the most pizza. <laughs> smell like a big old fat Bob Cavoni's pizza pie. <laughs> That'd be well. You couldn't say fat these days, but there's a you could just be big old Bob Cavoni. Yeah, yeah, is it, is it nice is guy? It great guy. Still there? He was a good boss. He was a great guy. He was a, I can't say enough. Yeah, there's plenty of we ate a lot of pizza after hours when whatever was yeah. left over. How old yeah. a fellow was he? Oh, shush. When when I when I was. Like you, they when I was still around. When I was twenty, he might have been forty. He was probably twenty years senior. So yeah, he's been probably around, but he's probably is that restaurant still there. I don't know. I haven't been back there in a long time. 
But you get attached to those kind of food places in college, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you have a certain... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I dated a girl that was a manager of Bilbo's Pizza pretty much for that. <laughs> for the girl or the pizza? The pizza. Oh, I see. No. <laughs> no, but there were... there were, Yeah, there there was this a, a horrible, terrible underground, how does this ever pass any health test whatsoever Mexican place. Mm. And yeah, that's the best Mexican in all of East Lansing for sure. Maybe mid Michigan. Is it still there? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they've moved now. Cause that, I mean, it, you know, that campus, you know how these, yeah, it was a yeah. bunch of dives they and now it's all high rises and, you know, escalators and what kids, kids are renting rooms for college that have fireplaces you know, in the, in, in their 20 story, apartment floor to ceiling windows and fireplaces and stainless steel appliances going to college yeah exactly wow yeah yeah it's different game than it used to be but this the the restaurant what's the name of it it was called bill oh oh that place uh, ella's taco ella ella's e-l-e-z i don't know any spanish but i whatever that was ella's i think it was three words i don't know yeah 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 fiesta chips do you know about the fiesta chips story no we're on the whole food thing. It's good. I'm getting really hungry. Uh, the the uh, uh, up in the little town of Hart, Michigan. Oh yeah, north yeah. up toward uh, a little south of Ludington. Yeah, where those uh, where those missionaries got uh, got kidnapped were from Hart, like three weeks ago. They were in. Yeah, yeah. They were in. Where, it, they were like they were in overseas. Zaire, or they were in Kenya. From like oh, I didn't 20 know. Twenty of them got kidnapped. They let a couple of them go. They were hanging on to the other ones. They started getting nervous because there wasn't much negotiation going on. And then they showed up like at some border. They escaped in the middle of the night. There was kids and and they're from Hart, Michigan. From Hart, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I have to check that out. And they they were missionaries. They were there on yeah, like a some sort of mission, mission yeah. trip. Yeah. They were they were civilians. They weren't like yeah. Oh yeah. They just, were just regular folks. I mean, there was like the youngest kid was probably four. <laughs> oh, families yeah, going to help. Family one, yeah, on a mission yeah, trip. A couple of them. Yikes! Yeah, that's the thanks you get for going on a mission <laughs> trip and helping people and put roof put the roof on their heads. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know what they were missioning, but missioning. Yeah, mission impossible. Apparently, <laughs> quiz time. What What is the only fruit that has its seeds on the outside? Banana. No seeds. Seeds. Seeds on the outside. Yeah, banana seeds. Where do you? How do you grow bananas if there's no seeds? There's no seeds in a banana. What do you grow? Sure, there is. There has to be. Oh, right. When you slice it, there's a little yeah, I think star right in the center. Yeah, a little star shaped so. kind of thing. That's not on the outside, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to tell you right off? Doesn't that defeat the purpose of having the whole, having the quiz? Having having are the, the seeds on the outside? Isn't that like supposed to protect them or provide nourishment while it starts to sprout? I mean, why would it be? next to it or on the outside of it what does it tell me is this a joke like juicy no no this is a real thing there is one only one fruit that has its seeds on the outside and when you when i say it you will immediately understand oh what is it strawberry oh it is (laughs) it's the strawberry thanks thanks to our friends at the local produce market for supplying us this we're (laughs) Thank all our, our sponsors. Fun fact of the week. <laughs> fun fact of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's a strawberry. Do you have any fun facts you want to share with us, Dave? Not to put you on the spot, but I just did. Oh, man, you sure did. 
All I got to say is that I love all of our sponsors equally because they all give us the same amount of money. Thanks very much. It's always it's always fun here with Fergie and Dave, don't you think? Me being Fergie, you being Dave. Uh, that would be that would be you, and that would be me. And so, have a good week, and pull that pot up there for me. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> That's all the time we have, kids. We'll see you next time. Stay warm, Fergie and Dave. Show. Behave. We we'll hope to see more of you in twenty two. <laughs>